Let's get to it on another brilliant episode of the Growth Podcast. Peace, love, and happiness. I am Jesse the Truth. And I'm Tierica. And we are here to bring you another episode called Drop That Coin. We're going to give you a guide on how to shop when you're plant-based slash vegan slash vegetarian, whatever, when you're trying to eat healthier, how to shop properly. Because we all know it's a stigma around veganism and plant-based eating that it's expensive. And we're here to tell you it's not you're just Not probably getting <laughs> probably getting a lot of crap that's just you know, I think that's running up a check. <laughs> running up a check. I will say on the capitalist side of things, the reason why I feel like people have a problem with capitalism is because like it takes advantages of people. Mm-hmm. And on some aspect I definitely agree, especially in the like labor wise. But when it comes to advertisement, I really just feel like that's on you. Sometimes, like I don't, I don't like babying people to make them feel like, hey, companies shouldn't do that. But at the same time, it's up to you to do the research. Just like we all know, McDonald's is unhealthy; it's bad for you. But if you're just gonna sit there and be like, oh well, their marketing game has went up because now they be getting all the little celebrities, you know, promoting uh, Travis stuff. Scott, uh, Sweetie, Sweetie Meal, exactly. I think you. Mariah Carey's coming out with one too, See, just in time for holidays. You. Yeah, they come. That's how they get you. But, like, just looking at the fact that they can label, it's one thing I didn't know. So, in things like blueberry mix or whatever like that, as long as they add one or two real blueberries, they can put the sticker on there that says made with real blueberries. Mm-hmm. The rest of them could be BS, but as long as one or two blueberries is real, they can put that on there that's made with real blueberries. So, that's just the advertisement part of it, too. And I think people get tricked when things are organic, vegan, whole grain, all these type of like labels on there that make them, it triggers them to think that it's healthy. You have to read the ingredient list at the end of the day. Exactly. You sitting there eating uh, riboflavin and all these other type of chemicals that you can't even pronounce. Hey, this is literally chemistry to its finest. Yeah. Because I think somebody was telling me they had brought, they had bought like the little pizza, like pizza rolls for their kids. And they looked on the back of it, and the mozzarella cheese wasn't even real. Like, it was straight chemical. Oh. Like, they couldn't even put real mozzarella in there. Like, it's straight chemicals to make it taste like cheese. And the fact that our diet really just consists heavily on just chemicals. chemicals. Yeah. I mean, that's the American diet at this point because there's certain chemicals that they allow in our foods. That that are banned in other countries. Exactly. Even, like, certain food colorings and stuff like that, like... It's banned in another country. That's why that's why other countries know you're American, not just by the way we talk, by how we act or anything like that, but how we eat when we go to their country. Because, you know, their portion sizes are smaller. Their food tastes a little more different. And we're just like, ugh. And they're just like, you're American, ain't you? <laughs> and you're just like, ugh. And it's just, it's just terrible. So why do you think that there's a stigma around plant-based and vegan foods being expensive? I think it's a stigma because when you go into the grocery store, where people usually shop at the most um, are typically the dry aisles, the dry aisles, the frozen aisles. And that's where a lot of these new vegan processed items are heavily, you know, promoted and pushed. So you you go into the grocery store, they have the plant based whole section, you know, and it's got all the sour cream, the just eggs, you know, the cheese, all that type of stuff. So when you are buying those things, the faux meats, when you're buying that stuff, it runs up your bill because that stuff is not cheap. It's expensive. 
Processed vegan food, yes, is expensive. And I feel like they are capitalizing off of it, like you said, because, you know, vegan is a very popular term nowadays. So they're going to charge more for it because it's quote unquote healthy. But when you get to the ingredient list, it's really not. So I think that's why a lot of people who um, if you're not getting the correct knowledge or you don't know where to get the right information from and you're saying, oh, well, I want to try a vegan diet. And then you go into the grocery store and then you're buying the, you know, the fake meats and then you want the the mac and cheese and you're buying all the processed packaged stuff. Your bill's going to be very expensive. No, I, and man, when you really think about it, like it's because people transition over with already a poor eating habit. Yeah. So you're just going vegan because I uh, you've seen somebody like, oh, they got vegan burgers now. Okay, I can do that. Oh, they got vegan pizza too. Oh, they got vegan hot dogs. They got vegan everything. Everything that you normally eat on a bad diet, you're just switching that process and just changing the label on it. And now you're eating vegan. Yeah. And And it's still unhealthy. Exactly. And again, I won't sit there and tell you like it's the same, but do realize even though it's a little more healthier than you than eating animal products, it's still unhealthy when you consider the amount of calories you're taking in for it, the amount of chemicals they sometimes have to use Salt. just to replicate stuff. Exactly. The sodium to like compensate for flavor and stuff like that. That's why y'all got to come get some true sauce, white law sauce and twisted truth. Come on. Come I'll on. tell you about the true sauce, you know. I use no preservatives or nothing like that. And it's soy-free, dairy-free, gluten-free, and nut-free. So stop by the shop to get that. I'll leave the address down below. Y'all grab that sauce. <laughs> Change your life. Nice little sponsorship in between that. <laughs> but again, yeah. So oftentimes they're just switching over their diet into, oh, I'm vegan now. But again, like Bravo said, and we said before, we know plenty of vegans who are still unhealthy, yes. still kind of overweight still you know what I'm saying close to obesity because at that time we have a lot of junk food that's vegan it's easy to make sweets that are vegan we got cakes cookies you know what I'm saying Oreos I was gonna say that Oreos and people that's people's favorite thing to go to Oreos is Oreos are vegan Y'all. and I will say I like Oreos but to an extent because sometimes the Oreo flavor gets uh, it gets too much I'm just like eh. I don't even like Oreos no more they don't even taste right to me. Yeah, it's because they got all them flavors now, too. They always changing up the flavors. It's just so it's just too much. It's too much. And, I mean, that's that's their favorite sweets to go to. Oh, since they're vegan, it's just like, oh, I hate when people be like, oh, can you eat this? I think it's vegan. Yeah, yeah. that happens a lot. Oh, this is vegan. It doesn't have any animal products in it. Oh, it got gelatin in it, though. It's bad for you. Gelatin go. always gets you. Because then you you really realizing that gelatin is what made from like cow lining and stuff pork, like that. It's the remains from pork just grinded up to give it that jelly consistency. It's so disgusting. It's so disgusting. Like You, you do realize all bad things essentially come from pork. I mean, people love bacon and all that type of stuff. But then you realize like hot dogs are like leftover like stuff. Gelatin comes from pork lining. It's just like, ugh. Gross. It's all gross. The American diet, ladies and gentlemen, that's, this is what we do in this country. We, I feel like this is a pharmaceutical game at the end of the day because, of course, it it's easier to keep you sick and alive than to cure you and keep you healthy, which is why even during this COVID thing, you don't hear too many people sitting there advertising, hey, get out, get your vitamin D from sunlight, get exercise properly, drink a lot of water or eat 
you know what I'm saying, your fruits and vegetables, they tell you to shelter in place. Don't go outside. You know, I created a couple of videos on Instagram on my health page to boost your immunity, uh, your immunity. And I tried to promote it so more people could see it. And they denied it. <sighs> Because I used the word immunity in there. I was like, y'all. But that is crazy. That is beyond crazy. They wow. took it out for that word alone. Yeah. And they've actually took that out of the definition for what a vaccine is supposed to be. Supposedly, it's supposed to be like it's supposed to protect you. It gives you, it's supposed to give you immunity towards diseases for whatever it's for, like polio and all those type of things. And now since COVID, it's, we can't, they can't put that on there no more. Because now you got to get about like 25 booster shots. And again, we don't judge people who sit there and go get the shot. I definitely advocate you need to do whatever makes you feel safe and what makes you feel healthy. If you're feeling like, hey, me getting the vaccine is the best thing for me, by all means do that. We don't judge. We don't judge people who wear masks all the time. It makes them feel safe. People who wear gloves with everything. Whatever makes you feel safe and provide you the comfort of going outside and interacting with people do that but don't judge people who don't just like i advocate for people who don't do that to not judge people who do because again it's an understanding that we're human beings we're all just trying to live this life the best way we know how exactly uh i just personally myself don't trust the government enough to sit there and be like hey i'm gonna jump to go get this vaccine i unfortunately feel like at some point we're all gonna have to be forced to because again it's gonna be an exiling of the community for the people who don't, which we see that in Los Angeles already happening and other places that require you to show that you've already been vaccinated at least once or twice before you can go into their places to shop or do whatever you need to do. And it's kind of unfortunate in a sense because now you're taking away people's ability to choose whether they want to. And again, the government is not never going to sit there and tell you like, hey, this is what you have to do. They're just going to say, hey, if you don't. You know, it's going to be real uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just going to be uncomfortable. You can't go here. You can't go there. You can't do that. You can't travel. You can't go anywhere. And when it comes to other countries, other countries are going to force us to have it. Hey, if you're coming from America, you can have be vaccinated. Even if America was to never like require for you to travel, which I uh, feel like eventually they're going to start doing that. Uh, other countries will probably start doing that and just saying, hey, you come over here, I can be vaccinated. And it's just, again, it's removing people's place to choose and do the education themselves. I'm not for outlandish conspiracy theorists uh, as far as, you know what I'm saying, saying that COVID's here to do this and that. Again, I can go down a rabbit hole about this, but I'm not going to because I it's my belief. You People have your belief, and that's fine. Do the research, educate yourself, and do what's best for you. And again, if that's... You know what I'm saying? You getting a vaccine, if that's you protecting yourself from people, that's cool. That's fine. Just don't judge me for not doing it and don't make me feel like I had to. You know what I'm saying? That's all we ask. I think I agree people that. respecting other people's ability to have opinions and choices is super important. Everybody doesn't have to agree. Everybody doesn't have to do the same thing. But that's a topic for another day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We're going to stay on to about these expensive processed vegan foods and how to save that coin instead and stick to a more traditional plant-based diet by shopping in your produce section, which I feel like oftentimes people neglect when you go vegan. You might go grab a couple of fruits and veggies out that aisle, but again, a lot of people are going to the freezer aisle, get beyond meat products and possible 
patties and stuff like that. And again, we're not t- sitting here saying that that stuff is bad for you. We're saying it's bad for you when you eat it in an indulgent type of state. Moderation is always key to everything. You know, we enjoy sometimes a good impossible burger. Uh, I don't really care for Beyond Meat. I'm sorry, Beyond Meat. Y'all got to do better with y'all tasting stuff because y'all stuff tastes like straight chemicals. And I don't really appreciate that. But again, I enjoy Fox Meats every time, whatever it's called, Faux Meats. Uh, yeah, I said Fox. Faux Meats. Faux Meats every now and then. Uh, I enjoy... Certain other vegan cheeses sometimes. I enjoy sweet sometimes, but I know that this can't be a part of my diet every time. It It's definitely convenient, but you can't make that a crutch. Like you can't be dependent on that. Like, oh, I'm going to grab this stuff because it's quick to pop in the oven and, you know, it's quick to make. So I don't have to sit in the kitchen for a long time. Plant-based food is really not like that long. It doesn't take that long to make. I think I think that goes back to just the American way of life, convenience. Yeah. Everybody everybody begs on convenience. Everybody pegs on stuff being quick and convenient. Hey, let me pop this pizza in the oven for 30 minutes. I ain't got to sit there and do the most to have it. Either that or I'm going to go to a place and go buy one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people always peg for convenience. Because sometimes, I ain't going to lie, I don't like cooking all the time. Even though I'm good at it, I don't. It takes time. With certain stuff, depending on what you're making, but it doesn't always have to be. Which I'm gonna end up putting out an ebook. You know what I'm saying? That Come shows on with you the e-books. dropping like mixtapes. Yes. So I'm gonna eventually put out one that shows you how to make like good recipes with bare minimum things and stuff that doesn't take a lot of time because nobody really wants to spend an hour or two in the kitchen to try to whip up a meal and then cause by then you just um, not too hungry. Yeah. So we understand it being a time saver too, but at the same time. Don't really rely on it being a crutch. Again, you know what I'm saying? Do your research about it. Figure out what works for you. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you keep relying on those uh, them, them faux meats and all the type of processed food. You're going to find yourself in the hospital with people telling you the same thing that they would tell somebody who's on an animal-based diet. You're still going to get clogged arteries. You're still going to get clogged arteries. You're still going to sit there and have heart disease, you know. High blood pressure. High blood pressure is a big one because, again, they got to compensate with the salt to, you know what I'm saying, add the flavors. So as long as there's sodium instead of raising up, you know, your blood pressure getting higher and higher. Cholesterol, too. So it's always good to, like, pay attention to your numbers. And, again, stay in that produce section. That's going to be the easiest thing for you. Yes. So labels. How do they trick us with these labels? They trick us with the labels. By the first of all, the advertisement on the front, it'll say what 100% vegan gives you energy, um, whole grain made with, you know, all this type of stuff. But when you pick that package up and look on the back and look at the ingredients, there's some things that even say plant based. And then you flip it over and it has like eggs in it or something. I think that's the always big one. Like people don't realize how often that happens too. like. What if somebody's allergic to eggs like you advertising this plant based like. That's not plant at all. Like, that is literally an animal product. So, how are you advertising this 100%? Again, that goes into FDA regulations on allowing certain things in your food as long as it's not a lot. Let's say it only has, like, 10% of that egg in there. Oh, it's just 10%. You can advertise it as plant-based. And I think that's what gets people. It's just that those regulations. they break it down to a percentage. And as long as 
a certain amount is in there. Okay, you either have to claim or you don't have to claim it. But yeah, you have to read the labels on whatever packaged item you're picking up. You of course, to. every time. Because uh, I think people don't like doing that too much because they it feel like it's time. a hassle. It takes time. It's a hassle. But wouldn't it be better to know what's going in your body than to just sit there and be like, oh, this is pizza. That's what's going in my body. Uh, you're not taking into account these chemicals, all these oxides and sulfites and all this type of stuff. And you're not realizing like that's that's doing damage to your body on like a molecular scale. So, again, you got to understand your nutrition to the point to where even though it's going to take time, it's still going to benefit you later down the line. You know what? Since we creating ebooks, I might need to make an ebook on how to read nutrition labels. Hey, again, I, I'm a, I might have to do that. We can give y'all this information for free, and we will. But certain stuff, hey, yeah. we got to we got to live too. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm gonna provide this information for you. Just gotta pay for it. And our ebooks don't be expensive at all. You spend ten dollars on a lot less. You know what I'm saying? You're going to spend $10 on a drink, and that's going to be gone in five minutes. You might as well get some information that you can keep for a lifetime. You can always have the ebook and access it no matter what. And then you can pass it down to your kids, and then we break these generational curses. You can even buy ebooks and send them as gifts. I'm going to put that on my page later. Hey, you're going to start oh. sending them. Yeah, you want a Christmas gift? You want to give somebody like, hey, I think you might like these vegan recipes. Hey, buy my ebook and send it to them. Love that idea. Love it. Come on. Got to come with the ideas. So what is actually affordable when it comes to vegan and plant-based foods? So affordable is going to be your whole fruits and veggies. And I would say the um, bulk items as well. So when I say like your whole fruits and veggies, the produce section. But there's two sides to the produce section. So you have your packaged produce. That is going to be a little bit more expensive because you're paying for convenience. You're paying for your kale to already be chopped up and washed. You're paying for your sweet potatoes to already be diced. So it's going to be extra. But if you buy just the whole produce, um, just the whole sweet potato, the whole head of broccoli, that actually is not expensive. Like I can buy groceries for the week for just me because it's just me. But it'll be anywhere from 80 to to $100. And I have breakfast, lunch and dinner for the whole week. And to me, that is not expensive because if you go out to eat every day, you can spend that. Those numbers add up so fast. You can easily so clear fast. a couple hundred in a week if you eat out every day. So fast. And then also people like certain grocery stores. So I don't I don't shop in Walmart and stuff, but I don't think they have a bulk section. The um, grocery stores that I usually go to is like Sprouts, um, sometimes Whole Foods. But they have um, bulk sections where you can get your beans, your rice, your grains. And that stuff is actually cheaper when you buy it in bulk. So hey, Walmart. I don't, I don't, I don't like Walmart. I do not care for Walmart. You know, when I go to my mom's house and she makes me food, I'm like, Mom, where'd you get this uh, produce from? Did you get it from Walmart? Because I won't hey, that, eat it. That is I the last produce I'll sit there and will get. I, I do not buy my produce out of a Walmart. It's so big and big. GMO. Did you <laughs> And GMO. And, and it don't be the best produce because, again, for them to be able to pass on those savings, they got to sacrifice quality. That's yeah. why sometimes I shop, I get my stuff out of, like, like you said, Sprouts, Whole Foods or something like that. I'd rather pay for a little more quality than in my produce yeah. than. And I like that Sprouts is, you know, technically kind of like a farmer's market. Uh, honestly, a farmer's market is going to be, you know, the best place to go buy produce because you're buying it from local farmers and you can actually talk to them and know how they grew the produce. So you have more of a connection 
But if you don't have access, it's one across to that. the street from the uh, from the farmers market in Dallas. You know what? One. I always see it too. Yeah, it's right. It's it's across the street. It's not a part of the farmers market, but it's, it's right got across the street. Yellow painting on it. Or yeah, something. yeah, I done got my produce from them. They're pretty good. They they actually have seeded stuff, and which is that part. so beneficial because a lot of people don't understand your watermelons need to have seeds in them. As annoying as they might be, sometimes you know that legit came from the earth. Watermelons don't come from the earth that they're seedless. Because how did they get here if they don't have seeds? That's how they reproduce. Along with grapes. And you know what happens when you have unseeded fruit? It's higher in sugar. The crazy thing is, you go to a grocery store, you cannot find seeded grapes no more. Nowhere. And you know what? My mom, she'll be like... I got um I got a seeded grape. I got grapes with seeds in it. You want some? I said, where you get it from? Walmart. Why does she find a seeded grape at Walmart? Hey. I don't think so. Exactly. I'm like, mm-hmm. it, it always it always messes me out. Even even sometimes when I, if I go to Whole Foods, I won't be able to find seeded grapes. I'm like, no, why? Everything is seedless. Every everything. single grape is seedless. Because people don't want have to bite into it every time and just... You need the seeds, y'all. Exactly. And y'all don't realize those seeds are actually more nutrient-dense than the actual fruit itself. Like, mm-hmm. I don't advise you to eat, like, a peach seed, but a watermelon seed is very good for you. Pumpkin seeds are good for you. I'm pretty sure the grape seed, if you ate it, would be good for you. I'd yeah. probably spit it out, though. I don't, I don't know. Cause I ain't it depends try- on how you feeling. I ain't swallowing no cherry seed, either. Oh, no. Those are annoying, but sometimes they end up in my smoothie, and I just be like, whatever. How from fresh ones? No, I get like the frozen cherries. Oh, and sometimes they still and have... you you hear it blend up. You're like, yeah, it's great. And then I'll kind of even like yeah. the lemon seeds too. Sometimes because lemons have seeds, uh, they'll get into something I'm making. I'm like, Ugh. you know, you want your limes to have seeds too. Key limes, key over limes are the best limes. One. Key limes are actually alkaline, and they are alkaline. They are the smaller ones, and you can actually add key limes to your water to make natural alkaline water. Exactly, and it'll help reduce your hunger, which is a big thing. Because again, if you're not, if you're hungry, which Bravo explained in the last one, oftentimes your body thinks you're going to drink water if you eat stuff, or you're going to eat water-rich foods. That you know what I'm saying? That's how your body's going to get its water. So it tricks you into thinking you're hungry. Just need some water. Yeah. Add a little key lime to it. Bring a little flavor to it. Voila. You'll be good. Exactly. Now, no, those when the key lines fall in the water sometimes and I drink it, I actually will like just swallow it. Because it's, it's in there. I'm not going to like and spit it out. It is what it is. I mean, the seed is healthy. So, you know. So, what are some tips that they can use to shop for like deals for like produce and stuff like that? Um, I know grocery stores have certain days, you know, where they have um, specials going on. But honestly, my biggest tip is to buy your fresh produce and buy it whole. Don't buy all the packaged stuff. Um, also, if you sometimes people go to the grocery store and they're just winging it. You just go to the grocery store and you just start buying stuff. Like <laughs> I'm guilty of doing that a lot. I definitely do that sometimes. It's just like, ah. No, let me tell you what I do. I make, I sit down and I make a list of what I'm going to have for breakfast, what I'm going to have for lunch, what I'm going to have for dinner. Usually I eat the same thing for a couple of days and then I'll switch it, you know, for the next few days. Make a list and then write out everything to the T that you need. Two lemons, you know, one sweet potato, whatever. And that way you're not overbuying because produce dies extremely quick. If you don't store it properly, I used to do that too. I used to buy enough for like maybe like two weeks and then realize a lot of stuff going bad. I'm it's like, uh, yeah. that's how you waste money too. Like, 
Just get enough that you need for the week. You usually always tell people five or seven days for like shelf life on foods. So mm-hmm. the same thing applies again. Storage too, because people don't take into account storage. Uh, I know, barely learned like strawberries go bad faster in the container as opposed to storing them in glass jars. And, you know, I was going to say, well, I was going to say two things. Like you can buy um, storage bins that are specifically for produce. So that way they'll last longer. I did not know. That. Yeah, you can do that. And Wherever you buy your food at in the store. So if you buy it in the, like the dry aisle, keep it on the, on the counter. If you buy it in the cold section, keep it in the fridge. So some people will buy like zucchini and squash, then go stick it in the refrigerator. It's going to go back quicker. Leave it on the counter. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because oftentimes apples are stored in the dry section, but they actually last longer in the fridge. Really? They actually last a couple months longer in the fridge. Ah, well, then some things you got to change. <laughs> Definitely do your research. I feel like that's that's the key thing to that, too, like learning how to like store your stuff properly. Because I used to waste herbs sometimes, too, like fresh herbs. Man. And I learned like putting them in a glass jar of water and putting them in the fridge helps prolong your life. So it's all I these tips. That, they used to go bad overnight. Even I think storing lemons in like... A glass jar. Glass jars are really, like, useful. And, like, I used to think my mom was, like, wild for always keeping all the glass jars and, like, storing them for stuff or, like, old containers, like, butter containers mm, and stuff like yeah. that and you reusing them. But They come in handy. It come in handy. It saves you money. You ain't got to sit there and go buy Tupperware <laughs> all the time. Was it, was it plasticware Tupperware? I feel like old people say Tupperware, like from the country. Go on, I get say, you some Tupperware. Plastic. I say plasticware. Yeah, go on, get you some Tupperware, baby. Out the out the uh, <laughs> out the counter yes. right there. So I say Tupperware. Yes. I think it's preference, but yeah, storage is super important to like learn how to. So don't your overbuy life. and then learn how to store your stuff. Very important. Absolutely. So, look, I haven't said absolutely a couple of times, see, learning, y'all. I know y'all was laughing at me in one of them videos. I said absolutely. Like, y'all could take a shot to how many times I said this shit. You You should give me a dollar every time you say absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you could definitely take a shot to it. You're going to be fucked up. You you do not need to drive anywhere if you're doing the games and that. Y'all can make that a game, too, and tag me in and let me see how drunk y'all get. (laughs) So... Hey, we covered everything pretty fast. This is 111, too. I always catch my angel numbers. Uh, do y'all research if y'all don't know what angel numbers are. So, again, that has been another brilliant episode brought to you by the Grow Podcast. I am Jesse the Truth, as long as I am Tierica. And peace, love, and happiness to y'all. Until next time, see y'all again. <laughs>